This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you like what you're hearing, which, come on, let's face it, you do. Make sure to tell a friend. You can find us on iTunes, the app, or my site, AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pencil pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little onion rings. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday episode. We're all here, minus one. Gary is here. Hey. Matt is here. Hey, what's up? Jenna is here. Hi. I'm here. Unfortunately, Chris is not here, but there's a chance he may come in near the end of the episode, or maybe even earlier than the end, or maybe not at all. Really, it could go (laughs) any way. So don't turn it off just because you don't hear Chris. Exactly. Um, Now, something happened just a wee second ago, although I think wee second is redundant because a second is wee anyway. Um, Gary, did you call Matt Maddie? I did. Do you, is that something you regularly do? I, I don't know. Not, I guess it is. Not that regularly, but I don't know. I like it. Once in a while. Wait, when did you call him Maddie? He said... During the sound check, yeah. I asked him to count to five. Oh. I said Allison, Jenna, Maddie. He must say it enough because it didn't even occur to me as something strange. So yeah. he said it before. Does anyone call you Maddie? Um, I have. We have a family friend. My middle name's William. So mm-hmm. she used to call me Maddie Bill. That was like her nickname for me when I was a little kid. But uh, no, Gary's... Gary's got the uh, the only one calling me Maddie. That's that's Since all. Since Matt brought up his middle name, I would like to point out that Matt's full name is Matt Will Fondler. <laughs> yes, it's a beautiful thing. It is the greatest name <laughs> of all. Well, you know, originally my name was going to be William Matthew, so it was going to be a question: Will Matt Fondler? Oh, right. But thankfully, for my sake, my parents wanted a more definitive name: Matt Will Fondler, and he has. How? Oh, interesting. Ow. Are you making that a her? <laughs> like you'll fondle her? Yeah. Okay. That's kind of I just think of it as like a, he's a fondler. Yes, that's yeah. how yeah. I that's think of it. That's kind of how I thought of it, I think of it, of it more like guy on a subway with a trench coat, mm-hmm. not like guy who's popular with the ladies. Sure. No offense. No, no. It's not, it's Much not offense has been taken. You can't say no offense after that. <laughs> I know. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that, <laughs> just saying no offense doesn't mean what you said is not offensive. Well, it's not really <laughs> offensive. No, that's that's totally like fine. when people are like, I'm sorry, but like you're, yeah. not, you're about to say something really probably bitchy. Yep. Well couple things I need to update you guys on. There's been quite a, uh, a big announcement for Watch Watch. Watch Watch Watchers. Take note. <laughs> <laughs> I got my watch fixed. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> that could be a new boom. Um, yeah. So uh, I finally did it. It was very simple. There was this little, almost like a kiosk. It was in a strip mall, but it was... Almost, like, I feel like they took two f- of those photo huts and then smushed them together and made it a watch repair. And it was really, really fast. So fast that I was like, did you just push the little doohickey in or did you actually replace the battery? The doohickey being the little the stem thing. The thing like that maybe pulls it was out. just, yeah, yeah maybe, but it wasn't out the whole time. I know that is the turny thingy. So I can, I oh, can yeah. understand the doohickey. <laughs> 
How do you feel, though? Well, when I first put it on, I was like, oh, there's an albatross on my wrist. It's so heavy. <laughs> um, and I wasn't – I've become unused to it, but now it feels good. Good. Yeah. It, it's um, – I really enjoy being able to look down and know what time it is because sometimes I don't want to take my phone with me on when I'm walking the dog or something like that. So. Sure. Uh, so I'm back, you guys. I'm back. But as I mentioned, now clock watch because the bathroom clock – I adjusted the time, and then I closed the door, and then there was a giant crashing, which is the clock falling off the wall. Oh, that's right. But the nail is still on the wall, so I hung a little um, stained glass candle holder thing. An in memoriam for the clock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and had a moment of silence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, just because it, it looked bare and wrong to me. But I don't. But now, when I'm in the bathroom, I don't know what time it is, and I don't wear my watch in the bathroom. Not that I take it off immediately upon going in there, but when I get out of the shower and stuff, I'm thinking, what time is it? So there's a new thing to watch. Hmm. Yeah, you're going to need a, a clock in there. I still don't have a clock in my bathroom. It drives me crazy. Uh, but I had the same experience where it smashed, fell down the wall, and now <sighs> buying a clock is exhausting. <laughs> well, it's just the kind of thing where it doesn't feel, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that you would make a whole trip no, to do. No, it's like a last minute, oh, there's a clock right there, I'll buy it. But when am I ever at a store that sells clocks? I know. I almost, I almost thought, no, I did think, I just haven't done it yet. I thought, I, this is one of those things that I should just buy online. And if I were to do that, I would click through my own Amazon banner <laughs> nice. good, good, <laughs> to good help one. this show because it wouldn't cost me anything extra. What do you think? Would you buy a clock? Yeah, I could buy a oh, clock yeah. online. Absolutely. You're talking to one of the laziest people in the world. I, if I don't have to go anywhere or talk to anyone, I just have to type it and click it. Yeah. Oh, so done. I don't even need to punch my credit card number in anymore. It's already saved on Amazon. Yeah, on file. I'm having Boom. trust issues with my mail person. So I'm I'm scared of ordering things online right now. Oh, have you not received I have things? not received several things have in the last about, month. Have you thought about using the Amazon lockers? What is that? There's these awesome lockers all over town. Like the, the only one I know of in L.A. exactly where it is is in a 7-Eleven in Studio City, um, right on Ventura and like Vineland. And you just like you order it off Amazon and you have it sent to one of these lockers. And then it, it's usually in a 24-hour establishment. And you just go in and you put in the code they give you and the door pops open and your thing's there. That it's is awesome. so awesome. I, yeah, I, like I see that. the option to have it sent to an Amazon locker. And then I think but the whole point is not leaving my house. But Gary, you've used this. I have not used this, but I've to I know store people your illegal who, funds. No, <laughs> no that's what uh, safety deposit boxes are for. <laughs> but uh, no, I know people have used them, and they say they're great. And if I didn't trust my mailman, yeah, there you go. Right, that's Wait, awesome. What's that's your mailman probably doesn't listen, right? Or a male woman. I don't know if it's a mailman or woman. Oh, do you, have you not seen this person? No. I just moved into this place in June, and ever since it's been a male disaster. <laughs> Is it just like an apartment complex or yes. something? Are but you sure in my it's... other apartment complex, I had no problems getting stuff. Are you sure it's the carrier as opposed to someone else in your apartment building or something? I, that's the thing. I right. can't figure it out. Although my mail person, for I was getting my the previous renter's mail for a really long time, mm-hmm. and she just kept putting it in there. And I would write on it, wrong address, please take away. And she would never take it away. So I then know I started exactly thinking, the thought that that voice means, by the way. <laughs> I can imagine it on the envelope. <laughs> That's good because yeah. I I use my hands a lot, and I realize no one can see me doing any gesturing. <laughs> they can imagine the all caps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Anyway, she just he I for some reason in my head I've assumed it's a girl, but that's probably because I'm a girl. And, and girls we're hate naturally kleptomaniacs. <laughs> no, because I feel like you kind of just. Well, what are you I don't not? Know. Are you not receiving bras? Like, what kind of things are you not receiving? 
a whole bunch of screeners of TV shows and movies that oh, I was supposed to review. Hot ticket yeah. items. Those are like registered into your name too. Sometimes uh, that just goes up on the street. Yeah. You're I know. In trouble. I know. Tell me about it. Wow. Anyway. That's mostly what I've lost. And then we didn't get a package for a few extra days because it said it was delivered, but it wasn't. And then it came like three days later. One time I didn't get a whole package of artificial sweetener. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> did someone really steal this? Is someone really having a day with my trivia? <laughs> oh, score! <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just um, gets a spoon out. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere I've not everywhere, but almost everywhere I've lived, I have continued to receive the previous renter's mail, which makes me now realize people who live where I used to live are probably getting my mail, and they're never and, sending it to you. In L- I know, and you know what I get? I'm wondering if you guys get this. I get a lot of other people's SAG check. I'm assuming they're SAG checks. I've never had that problem, but I mean, you know, I it depends on where you live too. You know, right? Yeah. Apparently, I live where people who are getting residuals reside it's happened in two different places nice and it's but it's never anyone i've heard of Hmm. no actually that's not true do you guys know who um scoot mcnary is he was in argo and he's in a movie with brad pitt coming up um and the i lived in a place that he lived and so i I don't think it was his checks though it was i forget some some sag mailings i feel like it's actually probably is it a federal crime to talk about other people's mail or just to open it (laughs) Just to open it, I hope. <laughs> Let it be known for any authorities listening. None of right. these packages have been opened. No. We're merely discussing them. He was still friends with my neighbor at the time, though. So he asked me to just give her the mail. So that was not a problem. But now I'm I'm getting getting SAG mailings for some real no name. Hmm. Sorry, sorry, Buster no name. <laughs> I think it's Buster. It's I, some real stagey name. I think you should create. A fake identity and start cashing these checks. I should. I don't know how many. They could be thirty cents. They could be a lot. I don't know. It adds up. Why? I mean, don't you guys forward your mail though? Like when you move? Yes. Yeah. So then people probably aren't. I mean, they might be getting junk mail for right. you, but they're probably not getting. Oh yeah. Really? Okay. So you think mail. these people just didn't do the whole mail forwarding yes. thing? It's right? possible. I think most people don't do that. I always do, but I know people. There are people who don't. Yeah, I always do it too, but I feel like most people are lazy and possibly ignorant of that opportunity. I recently got the the email from the post office letting me know that my mail is about to no longer be forwarded. And I thought, should I be alarmed? I don't think so. Because you look and you see what actually gets forwarded and it's like not really stuff you need or want. Well, that's because by now they like assume by a year afterward or so. Yes, it is a year. That you have updated all your addresses. I don't even have <laughs> – I act like I know things no, about I, the post office. No, I think I you're right. You. I totally believed you. Do you remember the day – one more thing and then I have another update. And this has to do with you, Matt, the next one. Oh, boy. I'll just tease it and then I'll say it a minute later. Sure. After our rousing discussion of using the subject line in emails, I was burned by a subject line. I'll tell you about that in a second. Ooh. But first, do you remember the days of address – like actual physical address books? Yes. And do you have one anymore? I no longer do. Uh, I know that my parents still do. Like my mom and dad definitely the still The same have one they had from when you were growing up because my parents have that they one. They transferred like about a year or two ago. So they went ahead and rather than upgrading to technology, they just upgraded their bound address book. <laughs> yes. Wait, rewrite it or they just took the pages out and put it in another Oh, they binder. rewrote it. They rewrote oh. it. Yeah. Because like, you know, I could see like a list of like doctor, like under doctor and there was like 15 different doctors that my sister and I have had over the years, you know, so now yes. there's just one entry for doctor, et cetera. Gotcha. 
Yeah, that was a whole thing. I, I remember all the different day planners I would have and the different pens I would use to write stuff down. And yeah, I used and, to like the idea of that kind of stuff. I love the idea of having like a, a hand planner or like a wall calendar, things like that. But once once my job became be in front of a computer for 24 hours a day, suddenly the paper stuff was just inconvenient. I'd much rather just log in anywhere to see my contacts or my schedule, things like that. Did you love shopping for school supplies? Yes. I did yes. too. Absolutely. Oh boy. Gary? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you didn't love much it as, as much as we did. We did. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Clearly the passion is not it. there. My mom loved it a little too much, so. Okay. <laughs> I think as a kid it just felt like every grade, even though I was in the same district, kindergarten through senior year, but for some reason – at the end of every summer, it suddenly felt like this is a chance to like start over, get a new uh, yeah, backpack. fresh new identity. Yeah, but it was always. I mean, you go eat lunch with the same fucking kids that you were with right. the previous year. Um, but oh man, I used to love that stuff. Did you put your pens in one of those um, plastic pen holder bags that fits in the binder and then makes oh, it yeah. so you can't close your binder? Yes. I'm not sure I understand that last part. Well, the problem with those pen bags, unless you were the kind of person who only had a few pens or pencils, was that they'd get so bulky. Oh, the, I see. Like the zip bag would just get really thick and, and then, then you couldn't. Yeah, it yeah, turned I guess that into, would happen. Yeah. I think at a certain point, you, I had to like get a backpack that had like an extra zip compartment in the backpack for like all my pens and stuff. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty um, great. Listen to this. Listen to this for that thing of like – that feeling of what if my house burned down and all my belongings were gone and I had to start over. One time I lost an entire pen bag. Oh, All my, my pens, God. all my pencils, including my favorite good luck pen that had a little globe on the top. I don't know why I decided that was my good luck pen, but <laughs> it was. But I'm still here. That's so good. So I'm a survivor. Okay. If anyone listening has actually lost all their belongings or had some actual catastrophe, I'd like to say I'm not really equating them, but I think I feel your pain. There's horrible flooding in Colorado right now, and you're talking about your pen bag being missing? Come on. Sorry, I brought the movie down with that. Well, no, you're right. You're right, but let's not <laughs> let's not minimize, let's not okay, minimize okay, pens. Right. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, you did say good luck pen. You're yeah. right. I forgot about that part. It had a globe on it. It spun and everything. You could spin the little globe. Oh my god. Um, okay, so last week we talked about email subject lines, and Matt expressed how frustrating he finds it in a business setting when people don't write anything in the subject line, and then you get a million emails off from the same person, and you can't really sort them. Yep. Um, and I. Before that, was thinking I don't really need to put anything in the subject line because um, I think on in different way, different uh, view view settings, it'll just put the first line of your email in the subject line. Anyway, so then right after that, or not right after that, but I think that evening or very shortly thereafter, I was emailing Gary, and in the subject line, I wrote feels wrong to put nothing here. Or Thank it feels you. wrong to leave this empty. Thank you, by the way. You're welcome. And he wrote back, ha ha. And I felt heard. <laughs> and then we had our email exchange. And part of it involved um, a clip of audio that we needed to send someone. So then, you know, a couple days later or whatever, when we like, finalized it, I, I wanted, I was, we were ready to forward that audio to the person who needed it, who's someone that we, no, prof- I mean, we like this person and we know this person professionally, but we don't have that much of a jokey relationship with them. So I, um, you know, did the forward thing, made it sure the attachment was still there, deleted the rest of the email, sent it to a few different people, wrote my businessy response, 
and then saw that it said, forward, feels wrong to leave this empty. Yep. <laughs> Dude, that's where that was going. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> and then I was like, shit, where's the undo thing that we talked about? Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought I had installed that. Where is it? So I think it's under Google Labs unless they change what it's called. But I mean, when you have that installed, where does it's it show right up? It's right at the very top. top. It's the right? same yellow thing that says your message has been sent. Next to it, it says undo, and it'll sit there for however long you tell it to. I think I realized it too late. Yeah. So then, I don't know if I should have done this or not. I followed it up with, hey, guys, <laughs> sorry for that silly subject line. <laughs> we were talking on my show about blah, 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 blah. Just digging a hole. <laughs> I didn't know whether it was better to do that or not. Well, there obviously is a lot more that goes into the subject line than any of us could have foretold. You got to mm-hmm. make sure that you update your subject line. It's just well, all now part I of know. It. But yeah. I, but, but believe me, my first thought was, oh, Matt, <laughs> or maybe Matty. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I feel bad. I feel real bad. But I don't sometimes, you. sometimes the hardest lessons are the ones you have to learn first. Just made that I up. probably would have. Totally That's really inspirational. Thank you. Wait, hold on. I have a question. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, Janet. Just give fine, me please. One sec before I lose this. What will be the consequence of you getting burned there? Because I posit that you will go back to using no subject line. You're right. Actually, that I wish that were the consequence. Unfortunately, I've just been more diligent, but it won't last, Matt. <laughs> I can't wait for that to stop. I think the eventual, the eventual consequence is I'm not going to get burned again with a jokey subject That's line. That's right. Yeah, well, that's what happened. I'm not going to use jokey subject lines anymore. Right. Maybe I'll just use boring, serious just, ones. Just subject. But subject, I have, have you noticed how... What a rebel using the subject line the way the world intended it. <laughs> I know. Have you both... Because I've emailed both of you recently. Have you noticed how I've been using the subject line? Absolutely. I'm delighted. Are you? You, you are? Okay. I've also, I've also taken great joy at seeing subject lines on your emails. It's nice to be able to glance down and know oh, this is an emergency that needs to be dealt with right this second, or, oh, this is just a thing about what we're doing tomorrow, or an I think iTunes I even comment s- of the week. I like, think I even sent Jenna one that had the entire thing in the subject line. It did. I liked it, <laughs> but I didn't mind the I other way that. either. <laughs> I don't know who I am these days. Hmm. Uh, related to this, in an advertisement for our last week's episode, I thought that I would no subject tweet. I just tweeted no subject, and then the link, no favorites, no retweets. Just saying, not a good idea to tweet no subject. Wait, you, that's what that meant? That's what? exactly what that meant. <laughs> you, oh, you were you, just overworked. Nope. You wrote no subject. That's right. You'd have to put it in quotes. Mm, Maybe that would help. Is what it would I put it show. in parentheses. Okay, then that's funny. I, I didn't. Thank you. That's kind of funny. These two you, girls are giving me a look like right. they don't up in parentheses. No oh, subject. right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even notice it. It's all right. Sometimes because you have to you, really. Your brain was you know like, what? no I'm subject. Go that tweet right now. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you really have to spoon feed things to people on Twitter. Uh, especially when I'm the one tweeting. A lot of spoon feeding needs to happen. Not so good on it. Spoon feeding? I'm learning. Spoon feeding. It works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I believe we have an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right, this week's iTunes comment of the week comes from Zalmani, and it is titled The Next Generation. I really enjoy the show, and recently it hit home in a very meaningful way. My five-year-old son is close to mastering wiping himself on his own. The only challenge is the location of our toilet paper is just a little too far for him to reach while on the toilet. Usually I rip off a piece, or pieces, for him, but the other day I came in and he was standing up and asked if people wipe this way. 
I emphatically told him to sit back down and then handed him the toilet paper, explaining that no one I know stands up when wiping. Years of therapy. Nice. And then I thought of all the all, all of you, and I smiled as I figured you might appreciate this story. Oh, Keep up amazing. the fun banter. Thank you. I do appreciate the story. I feel bad for your kid. I don't. No, well that done, kid, sir. No, but what's sad about that is now it's like really drilled into his head, and for years he's going to be like, Nobody, <laughs> nobody wipes standing up. He's going to really, truly, genuinely believe that in his heart. Yep. And then one day when he's in high school or college, <laughs> he's going to be in a, in a larger bathroom and see someone standing and his entire universe is going to come crashing down. Right. That's awesome. You're, then you... he'll be able to spread, he'll spread the gospel to yet another. This, th- wait, now you're of the mind that no one should stand ever? That's correct. So this is how the Matt Fondeliers are created. I guess so, yes. Harsh reprimanding Mm -hmm. from parents. That's what it takes. Because I feel like I just wish this parent had remembered our podcast but a second sooner. Hmm. And then then said, some people do. I see what you're saying. Or maybe it's the kind of thing where the kid needs to learn the more conventional way and then can get experimental with their wiping as they get older. As he's more confident, older person. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Experimental Mm -hmm. wiping really does need to happen later in the development process. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. I guess. I don't <laughs> you do know. seem genuinely upset for this poor child. I think he's going to be okay. He did learn the right way to do it. Well, maybe some of it had to do with how forceful Gary read it. Maybe it was more gentle. I like. Yes, I, I like, enjoyed he used it. the word emphatically. The fact that I <laughs> oh, emphasized yeah. it doesn't really change the fact. I no. emphasized it because he used that word. You're right. True. I feel like we need to talk to the kid. We need to find out what's going on in that home. But, but thank you for your there, wonderful comment. Yes. Aren't there things that you grew up like truly believing that your parents had told you that really weren't true? Oh, all Santa sorts Claus, of things. For one? Well, besides like the big uh, ones. Right. You know, like a wiping oh. thing. <laughs> Ooh, Gary, sorry. Come on, man. <laughs> because my mom always told us that if you slept with the air conditioning on, you were going to get sick. Oh, I like that one. I saw on Twitter somebody who convinced their kid – that uh, when the ice cream truck is playing music, it means they're out of ice cream. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. That's amazing. I bet when you have kids, there are times where things like that would become would be tempting sure. to bend reality because it will just make your life so much easier than having to to disappoint the kid. And I feel like that's something that none of us will ever get to do. Our parents fucked with us all the time. My nephew is seven and has an iPod Touch in his pocket and will look up Wikipedia if I tell him some shit. <laughs> like, like, you're screwed. Like, you can't lie to these kids. They'll just prove you wrong instantly. Yeah, you're right. Wow, it's, that is terrible. It's a tough – it's a great time in certain you know, respects, but technology giveth and technology taketh away. <laughs> yeah, w- one more comment that makes us all sound old. And then uh, let's move on. Um, <clears throat> Or we can stay with it. <laughs> I didn't mean to be controlling like that. Um, but so when I used to do my show on Ustream, which Jenna knows, there would always be a chat room going as we did the show, live streaming video. And my friend Yami uh, was over. And all of a sudden, her daughter popped up in the chat room. Her daughter, who I think was 9 or 10 at the time. And she started writing to us. And I remember Yami saying, I was like, did you show her how to get there? It's just like, no, I had no idea she even knows this. That's the amazing thing is that for us, well, maybe not for us, but for people a little bit older than us, there really is a learning curve to do any of that. And I, it doesn't seem that there is one. It seems second nature to, I don't know what age it is, but to kids. It's like it's very, I mean, it's very intuitive, a lot of the technology out there, but kids just can, 
but the touchscreen thing, I think it really makes it easy for kids to figure stuff out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think before they're reading and writing, they know how to operate a touchscreen. Mm-hmm. It just seems weird oh, to yeah. me that it that the generation that's older than us has trouble with what I think is very straightforward yes. touching technology. But like my dad, I mean, he's still like hunting peck when he types on the keyboard, and it's just crazy to me. Like I don't know, I was eight, nine. 10 years old when the internet started to kind of become something and getting a screen name and being in chat rooms like that was a really fun thing to do as a really young kid mm. so now it's as it's moved forward it's just become easier and i'm sure that people in our generation that are having kids can just pass that down real easily right the thing that is hard for my mom to get is that you know how on a computer usually there's like four or five different ways to do anything there's always more than one way to do it, but she always thinks there's one correct way, and so she'll want to know how do you do this. Yeah, and she, it's like she doesn't. It's a weird sort of black and white way of seeing how a computer works, or even she'll she'll want to know. You know, I'll, I'll suggest googling something. Oh, what would you Google? Like, you know, what specific thing? I'm like, just try them all. <laughs> Literally ask what you want to ask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sometimes yeah, I just type a question into yeah. Google. That's. That's pretty much how I do it these days. Hey, I think we might have a uh, special guest coming in studio right now. <gasps> oh, wait. Do you have chair. the My Guest Is Here song? I do. I do believe I heard the door. It's something I will not ignore. someone I am waiting for and I believe they're here. It's time to do an interview with me and them and all of you. So don't you ever fear. Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. I hope that they don't go away while I'm on my way over this. So sit right back. Enjoy the show. Won't you give a cheer? Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. Yay! It's Chris. He's here. Hey. Welcome. <laughs> you could, you're not going to believe us, guys. He's got a mouthful of food right now. <laughs> and I think Gary barked. I think Gary said, stop, eat, stop eating. Is that what you said? That is what I said. <laughs> well, yeah. the thing is he has to finish eating before he can stop. No, I can still talk. Um, yeah, I wish that song was longer. I had like three bites or three more chews left. What are you eating? Pretzels. Oh. Which are incredibly hard to chew quickly. They are. Just, it'll dry. just dry. Yeah, dry. Figure yeah. that out now. Yeah, like a tampon in your throat. Hmm. How's it going, guys? There's a great. There's a great image there. <laughs> yeah. Um, my friend, do you know Laura Liu? Did you ever meet her? I don't know. In uh, she's uh, a writer in New York. She her favorite food ever is hot dogs. And there was this bar in New York that gave out what? free hot dogs. What? Whose favorite food is hot dogs? <laughs> Our our friend Laura Lou. I'm a fan. I'm a fan too. But wait, actually, maybe her favorite food isn't hot dogs. Her favorite food is all food. She had a blog called like something dog. like Around the. God damn! I'm this is no, this is not a good plug. She was on my show a long time ago. Um, I think it was called like Around the World, and was it Around the World in eighty? No, something where she and her husband, then boyfriend at the time. Her, if you're looking for her, her last name is L-E-U, um, were eating cuisine from around the world, but all in New York, and they had a blog about it. She's just super into food, but I'm pretty sure her favorite food was hot dogs for a while. Anyway, there was a bar where they'd give out free hot dogs, and she actually started choking on a hot dog, and her friend, who I, th- I think it was Bill Schultz, who you guys might know from Red Eye, or no, maybe it was this other guy, Matt. Tried, yeah, I think it was Matt. Anyway, tried to give her the Heimlich and couldn't. So then this fireman who happened to be in the bar gave her the Heimlich and I think made the other, like, was like, step aside, little man, (laughs) and saved her life. But she described the feeling of the hot dog. I think maybe she tried to drink something to wash the hot dog down and then the bun started expanding. And she described it as the 
the feeling of it as like a tampon expanding in her throat. Do you guys that, feel how tense that was right there when she was telling that story? I know. <laughs> I did. It's like you're I almost heard a sound of like scary. Yeah. Well, I, I found an that. article that says uh, – <laughs> It's by Laura Liu, and it says, I dream of weenie. My life is a female competitive eater. Yes. So, she went through a competitive – yes. And she – Nathan's thing. Right. She was a competitive eat. She did competitive eating. And she's a little person, but she won a fried pickle eating contest, I think. Ugh. And Gross. she Don't was a bunette, which I think she might have invented that, which are – so the – um. Did she train them? They're like the ch- they're cheerleaders who cheer on the eaters at Nathan's hot dog eating contest. <laughs> wow. I'm in the wrong business. Yeah. And she would come up with tests like – like um, Yeah, she ran it? the Bunnett boot camp. <laughs> Bunnett boot camp. Because the whole thing is they have to be able to – the Bunnets have to be able to count how many hot dogs are being eaten. So she would force them to count, I think, while I don't, tickling them or spraying them with mustard or doing, I don't know, it was something Oh, they'd have to distract inventive. them? Yes. Oh, yeah. exactly. You have to be able to count under those extreme right. circumstances. So how'd it go with Larry? For it was people good. who don't know, Chris was just recording with Larry Miller right now, and that is why he was not here. Great show. Check it out. LarryMillerPodcast.com. Speaking of things you should check out, I need to tell you guys, again, about our good friends over at HuluPlus.com. You know about Hulu, but with Hulu Plus, there's more. And you can watch on so many devices. You can watch on your tablet. You can watch on your phone. You can watch at your desk. You can, you can watch on your TV if you want. Um, and you will never again be in that situation, which I find myself in far too often, where you're stuck in a line or you're at the car wash or you're perhaps you're at the post office and you're thinking, I have to sit here what am I going to do? You know what you're going to do? You're going to watch something on your phone or your tablet, one of the many, many shows that HuluPlus.com has, and then the time will just skip by. In fact, when, when you're next in line, you might think, I wish there were more people in front of me because I'm right in the middle of a scene. And I don't want to turn away to have to talk to this person. Um, and here's the thing. Hulu Plus is only $7.99 a month. $7.99 for all the shows and movies you can watch. You can catch up on current shows. You can binge on old favorites or you can catch a movie. And right now you guys can try Hulu Plus for a couple weeks free on me when you go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison. That's A-L-I-S-O-N. Or just go to AllisonRosen.com and click on the Hulu Plus banner. And we are binge watching together. I've asked you guys to tweet me. Well, I've mentioned some of the shows I'm considering and I've asked you to tweet me what show we should all watch. Most people are recommending Scandal and so I'm watching that but then I recently tweeted that I decided I want to catch up on Once Upon a Time because I was super into the first season and then I sort of trailed off um, and so I announced that Once Upon a Time is the show that I'm currently binge watching and some people have weighed in and said yes they're watching that too but then I, Revenge is getting a lot of votes too. Uh, some of the other shows that Hulu Plus has SNL, New Girl, Modern Family, The Office, The Mindy Project, Community Parks and Rec. I could go on. Um, so, again, sign up for Hulu Plus and binge watch with us. Just go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison or click on AllisonRosen.com and click on the Hulu Plus banner. And then, uh, then you can watch and you'll never be bored again. Okay, you guys. Right. Here's the, and here's the part where I, I beg you, please sign up for your free trial. Because it's free uh, and because then Hulu Plus will be like, damn, look at all these people who are coming and signing up who listen to Alison Rosen as your new best friend. She is really the kind of gal that makes things happen. And that's what I want, that's what I want them to say about me. When I'm dead, I want the tombstone to be hashtag made things happen. And then the Hulu Plus link right under it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
why do they not sell tombstone <laughs> sponsorships or gravestone? Tombstone sounds kind of old west. I'm sure that'll start to help yeah. pay for the funeral of your loved one, have your casket sponsored or something. That's oh, God. yes. That is totally going to happen. I'm surprised that hasn't yeah. happened. It's brilliant. It's so brilliant that it's making me become speechless, which is bad when you're hosting a show. Okay, <laughs> let's do some just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Jamie Alberton says, no matter how old I get, no, sorry, no matter how old I am, I get embarrassed and giggle when I squeeze an almost empty bottle and it makes a fart sound. Oh, yeah. Totally. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All fart sounds, including farts, are funny. They are They're funny. They're all funny. But There's is, not a part that isn't funny. Is it really embarrassment? This person says that they get embarrassed. Well, yeah. maybe if you're in a public place it and depends. you squeeze it. Yeah. And then yeah. you have to squeeze like 10 times. It's the bottle. It's the bottle. Yeah. Right. It's my it's shoe. That moment. It's my shoe. Yes. You try Leather to make chair. It, try to make the sound a second time to prove that it was the bottle that you claim it was. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Jason Dick says, I hesitate right before clipping my toenails, telling myself I should go for the title world record and never cut them again. No, absolutely no, not. No, I don't you have that. never do that. So gross. Because the guy who did it with his fingernails, <laughs> he had to – those things weighed a lot. After, those long curly yeah, things? Yeah, those long – That we all remember those from long the Guinness finger, Yeah, that guy, book. that Indian guy. And his wife would have to wake up every – 35 minutes or like every hour or something like that and change its position or else he cramps up. He couldn't actually move his that. own hands? Yeah, like she had to – no, when he was sleeping, she had to move him around while he's sleeping or else his muscles will cramp up because they were that heavy. Jenna is so uncomfortable she's plugging her nose, <laughs> which makes me wonder how oh, she yeah, hears. Plug your nose. I bet those things smell like really bad. <laughs> they, it is – those – the curly long nail. there's nothing gross. I – they're – I can't even talk about it so because I take it grosses it you haven't me out. Seen that guy in Jackass? What is it? Two or three guys? Oh, he's in that. That's right. I'm preemptively curling my legs. I don't no, know they're why. not. That's they're not pretty. They're I'm not. Disgusted. They're not pretty. No. But, but how do you know this? I think I saw a documentary or something. Um, yeah, I, or I think he was like on like a 2020 or, or something like that. I saw. Well, I saw him on Jackass, so. Uh, (laughs) I don't think they covered that in Jackass. Here's the thing. It's neat. The Adam Carolla show has a Guinness World Record, and it's super cool. But it didn't involve someone having to wake us up every 35 minutes. Right. What's, like, really, what's in it to be this guy who has this horrible life but is in the Guinness World Record? Because it doesn't, you don't get money. It sounds you don't like even get mental problems trophy. to me. Sounds like his wife has a horrible life. I mean, he's, yes. he's sleeping comfortably. Yeah, I don't think he wakes up. <laughs> Guys, the world record thing, the last time I saw, there was like, there's a show on some channel where they do world records on the show. That's like the whole premise. It's a reality show. And the last time I turned it on, there was a guy who could who would shoot mini marshmallows out of his nose into his girlfriend's mouth. Ew. And you could see, it was like, how many can they catch? And they were trying to break the record, and it was, you know, 20 marshmallows or something. Wow. I can't remember what it's it was. Impressive. But it was really <laughs> gross. And it's, I hit pointless. Yeah. Right? Because you know so that it's nasty. not okay. just marshmallows that are coming out. Of course not. Because he's got to really s- shoot that out of his I don't nose. know. I think, I think it is by that. By the time you figure it out how to get the Guinness Book of World Records, it's, it's been cleaned out. By the by, like the first couple marshmallows. But like she, in your oh, oh, you think he's yeah, it's all shooting a couple? No, I it's doubt more he's marshmallow shooting a couple. than anything else up there now. 
it kind of reminds me of uh, Adam's theory about Ray shooting the water out of his ass. Whereas, like, by like the fourth or fifth time, you could drink yeah. that water. Like, that's how clean it was. <laughs> True. <laughs> but imagine if you were drinking all the water that came out. Uh, I'm just yeah, saying they Listen, they, they right. want they they want that record. So they're not gonna let a marshmallow not go in her mouth. Well no, and they had to take breaks because he would get so exhausted from shooting <laughs> Wait, marshmallows out an, of his nose. Is this an older show? I don't know. Oh, because I, I remember don't know there what was like a Guinness it was. show and like it, you know, it had that famous lady who can pop out her eyeballs. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know about oh, her. She's she's in everything now. Could she see? Yeah, I think so. She, she, she was able to protrude her eyeballs like the most out of any human being where she would just uh, – and they, just, they looked like – They looked like ping pong balls. Like, like someone just squeezed Ew. her head and they like kind of just squeezed out a little <laughs> bit like and popped out a touch. That grosses me out way less than toenail clipping na- fingernail guy. I only know about the fingernail guy. I mean, don't watch Jack. What if he has, what if he has the I nicest won't. toenails ever? Like he, he takes really good care of those. <laughs> and like perfectly clipped. clean and clipped. But yeah, I don't, I've never heard of the uh, the long toenail guy. Now, were these the little squishy marshmallows, or were <laughs> they the? F- have you seen those mini marshmallows that sometimes, like if you get coffee at Seven Eleven, perhaps when you're checking your Amazon locker, um, they'll have a canister of tiny marshmallows, but they're hard little nubs, the, like the dried out yes. sort of ones. No, no, not like the Lucky Charm type right. marshmallow. No, this was these were the squishy ones. Mm-hmm. They weren't full on peeps. No. <laughs> be hard to shove those up there so i don't think so that's the record i want to say how many peeps <laughs> wow <laughs> now there's some ridiculous records in that book now it's more of how creative can you get thinking of a record right. than actually doing something that has uh i don't know any sort of subs- like that has any Cultural sort of substance value. Yeah. i kind of want to ask what happened in jackass but i don't i think it would be too much for jenna no do it oh really i can handle it i can handle it good instincts okay uh they had a guy lay down on the ground underneath his fingernails, and then they poured a beer down the fingernails, and he drank it. Oh, <laughs> oh that's not that bad. I, know, I, I thought, thought that it was going to be gross. a lot worse. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was going to be some kind of harm to the finger bed or something. I just don't want to touch him. Those. I don't want to look at him. But you're fine with did. drinking liquids that go down there? No, I would never do that. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I just Sometimes you think, like, maybe if I were getting paid a lot of money, but no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Speaking of one of our favorite topics. <laughs> if of you one see of our- that guy at a bar, you should try it. I mean. One of our favorite topics. He must need help wiping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Eating, wiping, what, it's dressing himself. Typing. Yeah. Typing. No kind of He's terrible yeah. at emails. Andrea Ruth says, bedroom ceiling fans. I have this unfounded fear that it will fly off the base and hack me to death in my sleep. No, I have never had that except when people because then I've, we've gotten this one before, if, a long time ago, and it made me think. Oh, I guess I should be wor- worried about that, but I f- have forgot to be worried. Yeah, you know, for me, the ceiling fans. I always just have memories of when I was a little kid, and we used to put the fan on full blast, and we'd take stuffed animals and <laughs> throw them up, and then let it hit the fan, and it just go flying across the room. Did you Man. ever decapitate one? No, no, I never did. It was pretty fun actually. Huh. So I, I've never had a fearful thought of a fan. I've always been scared of it, but I was scared of most things as a kid. I was a huge wuss. Were you? Yeah. I, I think I was too. Yeah, now, I was Do you terrified. think this came from your parents or were you just naturally fearful? I like to think that it was because I was just so creative that I could oh, think of all the things that could happen to me. I don't know. That's just me trying to compliment myself. But <laughs> no, I, I think I was just a wuss. 
Were your siblings fearful? Not really. They're my sister, the closest in age to me, is never scared of anything. Are you still afraid of things? Roller coasters. Most. Some I can handle, but I am terrified of most of like the loopy big Six Flags is not my friend. Not for you. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm not a big Six Flags fan either. A lot of them I don't want to go on. You guys? I didn't. My mom, when I was a kid, convinced me that I would get sick if I went on an upside down ride because she did not like those rides. This is like the thing we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I remember in very end of high school, I went all through high school, always just delaying not going on those rides. And I finally was going with a group of buddies and I was like, you know what? I will go. Onto the upside down ride, but we have to warm up first. We have to go on like one of these little rides first. And they're like, oh, yeah, no problem, no problem. We got to the park. These guys went straight for Viper. They sat me down. I was fucking screaming and cussing at them the entire, like, that first click, click, click up the hill. And then by the time I got off, I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. We're doing it again. And I've loved them ever since. I love them as well. I was the same as Matt, though. And like, I think it was like early high school or. Uh, middle school, I was uh, deathly afraid of them. Well, I wasn't. I just didn't go on them. And I was always that guy who'd wait. Oh, you guys go ahead. I'll <laughs> wait at the exit for you guys. To come out. Yeah. I'd sit there and I felt so pathetic, like just hanging out with like you know just like all the other wusses. <laughs> Probably with me, the yeah. equivalent me. of us. Yeah, yeah me. And I've already been through the tears of yeah, not just, wanting to go on it. You know, so. and then you know all the pretty girls and all my friends would go, and it's just like, oh. You guys go ahead. No, I just ate. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to have to throw it up later. Uh, my leg, leg cramp. I can't. I Is can't that go why on. you always eat? Is this just a carryover from <laughs> yeah. not wanting to look? No, I've just always eaten. I just, I just found a way to use it as an excuse. Nice. Um, but yeah, so it was just I hated being the guy waiting at the exit for my friends to come out and just like this is not fun. Like just sitting there and waving them at the top. So now you don't go to amusement oh, now, parks, or now you oh, go on road so I, I Oh, so excuse me. So I learned how to ride them, and I, I oh, I, I found out that I do enjoy them immensely, and so now I love them, and I'll go on anything. They Gary, really fun. yeah, I, I like Magic Mountain. I didn't go there a lot because I lived far away from it, but yeah, I like roller coasters. You know what's something that I didn't think I would enjoy, but then one time I did, but now I've never gone back. Water parks. I don't think of myself as a water park water slide person uh and i don't think of you as that either because i'm not i mean let's be serious (laughs) i'm just not (laughs) but and i but i think there was a phase where my friends were having birthday parties at water parks and so i would go and be the person you're talking about who didn't go in um but then one time i did and it was like the most fun ever but i haven't been back ever since i think you'd have fun if you tried it again for some reason a water park scares me a lot less because there's water to break your fall. Maybe. But then there is... But what is, about when you have to cross your arms because it'll yank your arm thing. off? There was the time when I thought, oh, this isn't scary. And I did the big free fall drop and my body was not, not touching yeah. the slide anymore. And I thought, That's this the, is it. Rush. <laughs> I'm going to die. Yeah. yeah. And then I didn't die, but I have never done it again. <laughs> I think those water slide parks are just – they're geared for a younger even the most mm-hmm. intense slides are like for teenagers. Like, oh, you don't so s- I could handle it now. I think you can. Yeah. Like I actually, it's funny you say this because in my mind, I was thinking like, when's the last time I even saw like a water park yeah. invitation? But there is some random person on my Facebook feed who's like a 25 year old, 26 year old guy who's like this weekend water slide park party, which is very, just a very fun thing to be doing. I've, it's very original in my mind. I think that once you hit like 15 or 16, you just, Dope. Yeah. Which yeah. is too bad because they are really fun. Although my memories of water parks are sweating my ass off in line. 
because it's always so hot in the middle of summer, especially where Magic yes. Mountain is. And your feet hurt because the side, yeah, side yeah, exactly. the ground is so hot. You got to wear the water moccasins and take them on and off. And I don't know. If you're a dude, you get the water I, right I up your trunks. I don't know if I ever trunks. wore water moccasins. No, like sandals or anything like that? No? Perfect for just me or everyone because water moccasins. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just called them sandals. Yeah. You probably no, didn't call them water moccasins. <laughs> Listen, I'm distinguishing – from sandals. There is such a thing as a water moccasin. They're like those little boots you put on. Like uh, It's like almost looks like a skater shoe. It's not all like right, a sandal I'm at all. Them. I, I know this exists, but I would not be caught dead wearing them. I'm sure they're not <laughs> called water moccasins. That's a are. way to save them. Really? absolutely I've called water moccasins. And I'm just going to go ahead and say again, a, if I'm, you're after 16 years old, you should not be wearing these. But if you're you, a little kid, why not? Were you about to ask if I'm just trying to save Matt? Because I think that anyone who listens to this podcast knows that's not the case. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Touché. But, okay, well, here's just me, everyone. It, it, it was a long time. Let me start that sentence again. <laughs> I discovered that a water moccasin is actually an animal very late. There's an animal called a water moccasin. That's a water moccasin. But you guys all know this because I thought maybe that's why it sounds – why the phrase sounds familiar to you. Well, now I'm confused myself. It's some really poisonous sea snake or something or really deadly I think. Hmm. Yeah, I think that is correct. But I think that those – They're also called lame- that. Yeah, water park yeah. shoes. Were water <laughs> Do not mix them up. Those, those lame shoes you'd never wear. Right. Um, you know, another thing that I don't think is fun at all, haunted houses. Oh, oh, so good. I can handle those way better than a roller coaster. I, those I absolutely cannot. I mean, even within the last two years, Daniel Daniel's friends wanted to go to Universal City, Hall- what is it called? Halloween night? You, you're a big Halloween fan of this. Yeah. That's, yeah. Matt's, that's Matt's bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah. I love those things. And I didn't go because I knew that I would spend the whole time not, not wanting to go and I'd just be a big drag. See, I went with Matt last year and it was a fun experience. We, we did have a good time. I don't like haunted houses very much either, but I, I can, you know, it's obviously defeats the purpose, but I can just bring reality into it and just realize that I'm probably bigger than everyone else there and I'm, <laughs> I'm good. But the thing that I didn't like was that we didn't – we just had regular passes or whatever and one of the lines we sat in was like, what, two hours for a seven-minute or six-minute haunted house? Yeah, and the problem with like, the haunted house are the lines. Yeah, it's just – that's a lot of money to be spending to stand around. Did you ever go to the haunted houses in New York? No. They were so different than the ones I've been to out here where here I feel like maybe it's different in L.A. But in Utah at least it would just be like run around, guys with chainsaws. It's really scary. They jump out at you. You know, you go through the maze. But in New York it was like let's go in this room and these actors are going to act out this really awful scene that you wish you'd never seen. And they'd be so – but it was so theatrical and bizarre. Are you talking about – Hell House? Is that the one you're talking about? It's down in like the Lower East Side area, the one I went to. Like on the But there's different vignettes in each. Yes. In there. Yeah, they're yeah. all a bunch of. But it's very, like, you can just tell, like, oh, that person just really like. wants to be on Broadway so bad, but they're stuck doing this haunted house. So was it scary? For me, not really. I, scary, I, I love scary movies and I love all that stuff. So it doesn't freak me out that much. But. I mean, you still get a little freaked out. I mean, you're watching something really awful. And they did cool stuff with lighting and blood and whatever. But the last time I almost went into a haunted house, which was when I was in third grade, I literally experienced or almost experienced something scaring the shit out of you. I was like, I'm going to crap my pants. Oh, my God. 
what must go to a bathroom right. You know, it was the thought of going into the haunted house. Oh, <laughs> just standing, the yeah. house. <laughs> standing outside, I was like, <gasps> See, I'm about to have an accident. Gary came uh, with us to this Universal Halloween Horror Nights uh, this past year, and Randy, who's come up on the show a few times, oh yeah, he loves those things, and he gets terrified by them. And I don't know if it's an act he's putting on or not, but he's always the first one it's in. It's not. Yeah, we'll push him into the room. So that we can all watch him get scared, and then we know where everyone's jumping out at. And that I think that was really what made that night more fun than yeah, anything. It did. That did make up for the night. I mean, I I left before everyone else did at like eleven thirty. I was like, I've had enough, thanks, guys, and I'll see you, you know, around. And then were, you weren't looking over your shoulder as you walked to your car. No, not at all. Uh, but I capped it because I'm safe. Um, but the last the last thing that I saw, which made me leave, which which I thought was hilarious, was in the very end of the very last room of the uh, haunted house that we were in at the time, we pushed Chandler into it, and two giant, like, my size fucking bunnies came out and fucking (laughs) grabbed him and put him in a huge bear hug, and he fucking flipped out. He was not okay with it. It was pretty awesome. It was great. I think if I remember correctly, it was a room with, like, three couches, and there were giant bunny costumes, like, giant bunnies sitting on the three That's couches. Correct. And then we pushed him into the room, because it just looked like a room you did not want to go into. And then, yeah, just as Gary described, just two of the three just jumped up and bum-rushed him right in the middle. I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. And then I was promptly scared after that. After I thought I'd gotten through the entire thing, and I was good, we walked out, and we were totally out of the thing. And there, we were walking along, like, a fenced area that separated the park from the actual studios. And they had some fucking stupid bitch dressed in the exact material that the fence was, like, laden in. <laughs> just, like, pressed up against it. And as soon as I walked by, she's like, Gah! And I fucking jumped. She was, like, 5'1", 104 pounds. I felt like <laughs> such an idiot. I'm actually surprised. Like, I wonder if they're, if the actors are frightened at all. Because there are certain people who, upon being scared... Would throw an arm or something. Well, I wonder if they ever. I mean, there's certain people who, if you jump on them, they'll push back. I thought right? the rules are not allowed to touch you. Yeah, they're not allowed to touch you, and they usually, from what I've seen, they love watching people get scared. Like if if you see somebody get scared by, they called them characters when I worked at a theme park. <laughs> That's what they were called. I did not make oh, that up. Did not make <laughs> that up. What theme park did you work at? I worked at Universal Studios. Oh, okay. Um, so when you see a character scare somebody and they get really, really scared, you see that person like run ahead of them and go tell their other friends, make sure you scare this person. I did not hear anything you said Just after character. Okay. <laughs> Say it again. Scarecter. No, no, I stopped no, listening after water moccasins. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. There's Say a character wearing water moccasins. When you, sorry. What, ha- what is it? When they. I'm saying when. When, when a character. When, <laughs> when a character. Effectively scares a patron. They tell everyone. They will tell other characters farther ahead in the maze. Be on the lookout That's for for Chris in the Jeremiah Weed shirt because he screams like a girl, and then everyone uh, will scare him. Okay, so there's sadists. That isn't true, exactly. though. <laughs> Listeners, that's I not true. Know, Is that your only shirt? What? <laughs> I have I have like six or seven of these. Yeah. So you guys keep saying. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never know the truth. Um. So what is it with like cute things being scarier than? Like a werewolf, Giant like a bunny, bunny is way scarier than a werewolf, or like like kids singing singing a cappella, or like ex- kids really... singing is scary. Yeah, like just like you know, like I when think they it's have, like, that there's kids. something about that twisted mixture of innocence and fear that is chilling. I think, and I I suspect it goes back to your 
experience of the world as a little kid. I That's think a it good just point. takes you into, back to right. Yeah. Well, your a bunny shouldn't scare you. Yeah. So it just doesn't make sense either. Mm-hmm. I got chased by a gorilla once in a corn maze, and I was on a date, and the guy was on a date with like pushed me out of the way and <laughs> ran ahead. And I was so ticked off that he pushed me and ran that I turned around to the gorilla and was like. Just chill out, okay? I'm over this. Not now. <laughs> How'd you get out of this stupid maze? And he got he broke character and told me how to get That's out. That's so nice. That's I know. Awesome. I, he saw what happened, so I think he was wow. like... Wow. <laughs> Did you find the guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw him after, and I was like, this is not going to work out. <laughs> and just to go back to the, the creepiness of Big Bunnies, too. I think also, but I'm wondering if this is an adult view of it. There's something scary about things geared towards kids because there's like when something is nefarious or evil but geared towards kids, then that makes you think of someone who's trying to harm kids, like mm. a kidnapper or a pedophile or something, and be like, "Look, a giant bunny." They wouldn't say it like that, but I don't know. What do you guys think as to why that's creepier? It was just so ridiculously out of place, like. There was nothing about this particular haunted house that would suggest, like, when you're, you're going to get to the end, there's going to be fucking adorable, scary bunnies. It was, like, <laughs> murderous, like, rage and, like, fucking yeah. chainsaws and all this bullshit. And then you get to the last room, and it was done in such a way where you could see through the room and see that the exit was, like, the world was past these bunnies. And they were <laughs> just they were just chilling there on the couch, totally motionless. And they were all, like, mostly white, which is very unusual for a haunted house too. Like almost everything else is black and this was like white and pink and blue. And it was just like, and they, they chose big dudes to do it. Like these guys were six, four, six, five. I think it's sort of like when you're watching a scary movie and there's suddenly no score at all. It's just really silent and somebody's like walking through the house and opening up a door when it's that quiet. Or like when you're seeing bunny suits or something like, you know that something's happening, something's but it's just that anxiety of right. when is yeah. this going to break. I think maybe that's what makes it that much scarier. And, yeah. And dolls are the scariest oh, things yes. ever. I would, I would take like bunnies, uh, Jason, Freddy Krueger, anybody over like a, a moving doll. Like I'm, We have an Adam Carolla doll here, and I'm here alone a lot. And I, I'm just waiting for that thing to just turn its head and wink at me one day, <laughs> and it's freaking me out. Wait, you're talking, about, life the, life you're talking about the statue. Yeah. The lawn gnome, the Adam Carolla Yeah, that thing's scary. Yeah, that thing... Yeah, that thing could do some damage. Yeah. <laughs> thing looks like a pissed off Kramer. But yeah, the dolls are dolls are nothing to be messed with. I, I, I whisper nice things to dolls when I'm alone. So they know. <laughs> I had to sleep in a doll room one time. That's so awful. A lot of little eyes. Um oh right. I don't like mannequins, by the way, speaking because they're just big dolls. Yes. Mm. Same thing. It's like yeah. there's just something about it where you just your eyes start like to a play dead, a trick a on you. Dead person. Yeah. Oof. This conversation is getting me so excited for Halloween, I kind and of it's too, like actually. really far away still. Like I feel it's like this co- this conversation needs to continue in October when we're supposed to be talking about scary stuff. Okay, I'm it will. Saying. I hope it does. I All like right, it. yeah, it's great. it will. I have lots of good Halloween stories. Yeah. yeah. All right. Jason Rothman says taking a dump at work and then going back into the office and wondering if I smell like poo. Just me or everyone? Um. Did you poo on yourself? I think it's just <laughs> you. Maybe I'm gonna go just you. I think if you use the room spray, you're more likely to bring the room spray out with you than the poo That's smell. Which is a tell that yeah, you yeah the pooped. room spray yeah. like uh, air fresheners smell gross to me now just because yeah. I like I know what you're, I know what this is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't try to fool me. So if I smear if I smell like the air freshener, I, I get grossed no. out. 
Mark Duran So says, I sometimes sneeze when I look up towards the sun, just me or everyone. I think that's common. Isn't I thought you were supposed a, to the opposite. That. You're supposed to look up to not sneeze. Yeah, that's like what if I you're about heard. to sneeze, everyone says, "Oh, look at oh. the sun," and it'll hold it. It'll oh. hold it in. I've always I heard, heard if too. you're having trouble sneezing, look at the sun. Hmm. But if you don't want to sneeze, I don't believe think of a any cow of it. Or something. I don't believe any of it. <laughs> yeah, I think that just proves that it eliminates itself. I don't think it's true in either way. Some jerk just wants everyone to look at the sun and hurt their eyes. Gary. Yeah, is this like perpetrated by lens crafters? Like, <laughs> I've never heard any of this. You really? Haven't? No. I've heard that people with light colored eyes sneeze when they're in the sun. Oh, see, now you just took it to a <laughs> new level that crazy. I've never heard. I know. We're going to have to look this one yeah. up. Like, Jeff wait. Walters says When I reach my hand under the lampshade to turn the lamp off, I get goosebumps and I'm convinced there's a spider about to attack. Replace spider with ghost, and I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mallory says, smell the armpits of T-shirts tops to determine if they're still wearable or too smelly. Yeah, I've yeah, done that. Definitely. Yeah, totally. You have to. That's the, that's the first thing But do thing you ever smell. have the thing that I have, which is, I can't tell what that is. Or, and you're good. That's a go. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> that is clearly a go. No, but I mean, it's like. Unless you're repulsed or like, it's a no, then it's a yes. But like, it's, it's a musky deodorant yeses. smell. No, but that's, I always that's throw it yes. in the wash. A no is a very clear that. smell. Yeah. For for a girl though it might not be yeah if I if even if I'm questioning it I can't do it do you now can you stay with one deodorant for a long time or do you have to cycle because I have to keep switching because eventually that like with the air freshener the deodorant just begins to smell like oh. I begin to associate the deodorant with not being clean every once in a while I will switch scents but not brand you know like I stick with the same right. With the same kind because I know it works, but I will switch sense. But then that throws you off too because every once in a while you're like, what is that? Yeah, who is that? Who is that? <laughs> it's you. <laughs> All right. Kristen Bioko? Am I saying your name right, Kristen? I feel like I might not be. Um, says, I want to write some Just Me or Everyone's, but I think it's too embarrassing to put on Twitter. Is that That's for Just Me or Everyone. I'm sure a lot of people have that. I like yeah. that one. It's sort of like when – like, Allison, maybe even you did this. I feel like it was you. I saw somebody who, like, tweeted out deleted tweets, like oh, un- I used to unfinished have, tweets or something. I used to have a segment. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's what that reminds me of. I remember you used to do that. Right. Like that. That's funny. We have a song. I love the song, even though I haven't done the segment in a while. Feel that beat. I believe we have a deleted tweet, not so sweet. Maybe that thought is incomplete. Think I'll be a quick retreat. I believe we have a deleted tweet. Nice, I like that. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, I stopped doing it because it's hard for people to remember the tweets that they don't think are good enough to tweet. Yeah. It actually takes a lot of sitting down and writing it out. I wish that there was like a draft box. There is. Well, there but is. I always end up pushing like when I'm not tweeting, I guess I just push discard and I maybe oh. shouldn't do that. Cause I've yeah, always... I always hit save and then every once in a while I go back and it's like, whoa, yeah, thing I... I didn't send that. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably tweet like 15 times the amount that I do, but they're just horrible. So horrible. So I get this notion of like being too embarrassed to tweet something. Well, if you ever – wait a minute. 
If there's horrible ones sitting in your box, if you ever have one that you feel like would be good for deleted if. tweets. I'll try to find it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Big yeah. if. <laughs> you see the level of quality that gets through, so you don't even <laughs> right. want to know I mean, what didn't I'm make so the cut. I'm so fascinated by the clunkers. As, I've told, as I believe I've said on this podcast before, I've looked over at Matt when he's staring at his computer in deep concentration and said, what are you doing? And he said, working on a tweet. So there's not a lot of stinkers Aww. out there. He puts time and energy. A lot of time one. and energy. Uh, I, I get that. Ooh, All right. Means. And Justin says, I feel rude when I use the don't ask me again option when an app asks me to rate it. Just me. Everyone, I always just say the ask, I just do the ask me later thing. Me and too. I don't know why. Because I'm not going to, <laughs> probably not going to rate it, although I would love you guys to rate it. Maybe it's because you feel bad. Yeah, it is. It's too final. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's not just you. Right. It's not just you. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining me for this show. Chris, thanks for, for coming in. Thanks for having me. Um, How was the first half? It was pretty damn good, man. It was pretty good. Yeah, it, it was, was lacking, good. if you ask me. It was lacking you. Lacking a little Chris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something missing. Lacking you know someone eating. <laughs> I'm glad to fill that void. Yeah. Okay. And thank you guys. And thank you for listening. Um, and as I said, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show. And we have a ringtone that's available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And we have a uh, special bonus episode recorded live from the LA Podcast Festival with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. And it is $1.99 in the iTunes store, the comedy album section of the iTunes store. And an announcement, we are going to be back at the LA Podcast Festival on August 6th which is a Sunday at noon and tickets are still available so go to October. it's going to be October 6th that is what I meant when I said August. what I just said that's weird makes me wonder how many times I've accidentally said that October October is what I mean uh, and you go to LAPodFest.com correct is that right we're performing on uh... October 6th October October same month as the scary stuff mm-hmm. yeah at noon so so see us there. Um, okay, and you can follow Gary on Twitter at G. Patrick Smith. For Matt, go to therewillbespoilers.com. Please do. For Chris. Go to LarryMillerPodcast.com. Check it out. Wow. He's so generous. I know. With his really shout is. Outs. And for Jenna, you can follow her at Jenna Kim Jones or go to JennaKimJones.com. <laughs> and you can follow me at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. I love you guys. Bye. Hey, do you know? and Rose and Show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rose and Show. Allison Rosen is your new best friend.
is Corolla Digital.